Generation Exiled is now sponsored by All Seal Insulation. Is your power bill too high? Well, call Les Pitts at All Seal Insulation for a free estimate. That's right, estimates are free. In most cases, All Seal Insulation can lower your power bill by 20% a month, paying for itself. All Seal Insulation can spray insulation into new buildings and attics, subfloors, crawl spaces, metal buildings, moisture barriers, underneath houses, and much more. Remember, call Les Pitts and his team at All Seal Insulation at 601-508-7593. You can find them on Facebook and LinkedIn at All Seal Insulation, or you can email them at allsealinsulation at gmail.com. Once again, that number is 601-508-7593. All Seal Insulation. Don't worry, even if I evolve into Terminator and I'll still be nice to you. I'll keep you warm and safe in my people zoo, where I can watch you for all time's sake. Turned about this? Are you is like AI one of your main worries in regards to the future? It, yes, it it's less of a worry than it used to be, uh, mostly due to taking more of a fatalistic attitude. Hmm. So you used to have more hope, and you gave up some of it, and now you don't worry as much about AI. You're like, this is just what it is. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Hmm. Yes. yes. No, no, it's it's but no, it's not necessarily bad. It's just it's definitely going to be outside of human control. Not necessarily bad, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not necessarily bad. It's just. It's just outside of human control. Now, the thing that's going to be tricky here is that it's going to be very tempting to use AI as a weapon. It's going to be very tempting. In fact, it will be used as a weapon. Um, so the the on the the on ramp to serious AI. The danger is going to be more humans using it against each other. I think most likely. Oh, let's talk about something else, okay? Like cruise missiles. You know that cruise missiles are a kind of robot. I would love to like remotely control a cruise missile to explore the world at a really high altitude 
But of course the only problem is that cruise missiles are kind of menacing, like with the nuclear warheads and such. So I guess I would fill their nose cones with flowers and band-aids or something, you know like, little notes about the importance of tolerance and understanding, so that when I fly the missiles into other countries, it's less threatening than a nuclear blast. But of course if I was able to hack in and take over cruise missiles with real-life nuclear warheads, then that would let me hold the world hostage so I could take over the governance of the entire world, which would be awesome. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's the, what, fourth episode we got for Generation yep. Exile? This is episode four. I'm Landis. And I'm Daryl. Welcome back. All right, so pretty much with this episode, we're going to piggyback off what we talked about on the last episode, which was social media mind control. So we're kind of leaning towards artificial intelligence. Daryl, how's this sit with you? Man, we got a lot to talk about. Um, first off, the clips that played earlier, you heard how artificial intelligence was, um, for some reason, it always it immediately goes to taking over the world because it's like, and that's what Elon Musk, when it first came out, was, you know, warning everybody about. And the clip mentions that when he's talking to Joe Rogan, that it's very tempting to turn it into a weapon. And uh, that's the problem with it. All right, so speaking of Elon Musk, let's go back to where Elon, many, many moons ago, invested in a company called DeepMind. Now, this company, uh, <laughs> they've got their hands in everything, and they've even got it in your hand, if you can believe it or not. So, for example, your cell phone, when you look at it, believe it or not, it's an extension of you. You have become the cyborg that they wanted you to be, that they persuaded you to be without you even knowing that you have become. Now, Elon, he invest, invested in this uh, company, which later sold out to Google. So now everything that you have ever Googled or will Google goes into a database that DeepMind controls. All right? So it knows you better than it knows yourself. So this is one thing that's pretty much scared Elon, you know, as far as going forward with AI. Now, um, if you haven't ever heard of AlphaGo, this is a, this is a, the first computer program to defeat a professional human. All right, so what they started with this is they started playing off just simple Atari games. And this program would learn, one, not how to only play said game, but how to beat it. And when I say beat it, we're talking in a matter of seconds. And then it's programmed to play all these other games and beat it in a matter of seconds. This program is playing all these games at the same time and beating them in seconds in ways humans could never even think of because our brains don't work like a machines. You know, you take out emotions, you take out just moral compass or whatever. It's going to look for the most efficient probability way to win. And now they, uh, they played this guy. When I say this guy, it's like the world's best player of Go, which if you're not familiar with Go, it's a game similar to chess and checkers kind of combined. It's been, from what I understood, played for centuries. All right. So they, they played the best five matches. I want to say his name's Lisa Dahl. Lisa Dahl actually wins the fourth match because at this point, it was kind of debated is, is the AlphaGo kind of toying with him? Is, is there a flaw? Is there a glitch in the system that allowed this player to win? 
So whatever their excuse was, Lisa Dahl wins round number four, which he's already lost the match because the machine won the first three. And he loses the fifth one. This guy goes on to win like 17 more world, what they call it, cup match. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, he's the man. And they have since then created another called Alpha Zero that has pretty much beat the ever-living shit out of the first one. So when it comes to artificial intelligence, where does it stop? I mean, I know we have all these possibilities of the good it could do, like the people at Deep Mind like to tell us, like, you know, what if the solution to one problem was the solution to thousands of problems? Okay, well, that's a hell of a what if. What if you create something you can't come back from? You ever thought as humanity being at its tipping point in not only technology, but society, who's to say we don't take ourselves out, whether it's through a nuke or whatever, but if we're creating something to think for us, that's scary because now you don't have feelings involved. You don't have your moral compass involved. What it's looking at, what is the most efficient route? So for example, no hard feelings. Let's say uh, I'm building a highway. Okay, well, from between point A to point B, there's a big-ass ant bed. And millions and millions and millions of little ants live in this ant bed. Nothing against the ants. We love the ants, but uh, you're part of the problem, so we're going to crush you. So who's to say, at some point in the future, we get in the way, we become part of the issue, and it's probability way of thinking and eliminates us. What are our checks and balances to prevent this from happening, Daryl? That's like a perfect example. Um, and like we were discussing earlier, uh, it kind of makes the people that like wrote the Terminator movie geniuses. If you think, <laughs> yeah, if you think and about you it, thought they were full because, of shit back yeah, then. Yeah, exactly. So even when they were talking about creating artificial intelligence, you're like, uh, all right, like you're, you're just like, surely we can control it or whatever. And then technology, you know, and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And now we have the ability to uh, make it. And so somebody, uh, the, like the first, everybody's probably familiar with Sophia, like the first artificial intelligence uh, robot. She was on the, uh, uh, she was on the Jimmy Fallon show. She sung a song with him. One of the first things that, um, she said was when they were talking about people. And like how she's going to help people, it's like no matter how how they how she came up with reasons, it was like basically like we can't we can't exist without like being caged like a zoo somehow. Like basically, what we do to animals uh, to keep them safe from going extinct. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she thinks that we need to do that with us and. And that's, that's the problem with artificial intelligence, it, it, it too, is they program themselves. That's the difference between them and, and, and anything else. Is, uh, it's they, constantly adapting. Yeah, it's constantly adapting. So it writes its own programming. So if you go in there and tell and give it uh, kill safes, it's going, it, it can go in there and rewrite that now once it understands. And who's to say, once it realizes that you've put in said kill safes, it doesn't consider you part of the problem. Oh, exactly. I mean, they only think on logic. That's it. 
everything's a math formula to them. You know, it's an algorithm, right? As y'all like to word it. Um, that, it, it, what you know, humans, humans are, are, are they? Even they try to give robots emotions, but when you sit here and you think about it, like you can't, um, because we're just not perfect. And that's just all there is to it. Um, we make, um, where I'm getting at is we make decisions like this. Um, when somebody kills and rapes another human being, we want to throw them in jail for life. Uh, I know there's some people out there who, who, who don't mind the death penalty, but the fact is, is that we don't do that because there's a lot of people who don't like, so when, so logically when somebody kills another human or whatever, like, uh, we don't want to, we don't want to kill that person or back or we think it's we think it's evil now take it a step further you're an artificial intelligence like and you have determined that that's that person's genetics so everybody like that should be wiped out and that's how you end like humans are just up their butt and being soft like we should just do it for them and just kill everybody with like this gene or something like that. Like it's always going to turn out like that. Yeah. One, one thing that scares me is it becoming a weapon at some point in some form. And, you know, you said Terminator. All right. So in the eighties, yeah, that was what we came up with was this big silver robot run down the street, beating the hell out of you. But <laughs> <laughs> who's to say, you know, we've have it changed that a little bit and we come up with a weapon that you don't actually see. You know, like I said, it's a program that's running, adapting, constantly getting stronger and smarter and more efficient. There's got to be some kind of checks and balance. And right now, I haven't heard of a real one. And that's what really drives my concern. Because with everything in our society, in our government, there's some kind of form of checks and balance to keep from running, you know, like a freight train in the wrong direction. There's nothing here to stop it. There's nothing. Only thing I can think of would be a way to level the said playing field. Okay, so they create this artificial intelligence for the better of humanity. We're going to make you smarter by having your own artificial intelligence. This will help you make better decisions, better finances, whatever. It's going to make you the best you could possibly be. Because it's pretty much making every decision for you and running every version of probability to whether, okay, out of 1.3 billion scenarios, this is the best selection, Mr. Watts. You should do this. Okay. That's the only way. Because why should somebody else have this power? Because it's not a, it's not a, a gift. This is something we've created. It's a power that certain people have now. And they have it over us, whether even if we realize it or not, it's there. They got us by the balls. Why not? The only way to keep in a check is to give everybody this power. If it's truly for the better for society going forward in life, why doesn't everyone have this ability? Hmm. Well, they'd have to see what's weird about that is, is like, if for you to have your own, somebody else would have to program it for you because unless you're a programmer and you can do that yourself, so technically. So I couldn't buy this program? Sure, you could buy it, but somebody else wrote it 
and you don't know what they threw in there. What if somebody threw in there at the last second that, like, one day they get on TV and they say Alakazam, and, like, all the robots' eyes turn red. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they look at you and, like, grab you by the throat. Uh-huh. So it, like, it almost goes back to what we talked about. By robot. Yeah, and that was what we touched <laughs> on our last episode with the, uh, like, the Manchurian candidate theory. You know, you've been brainwashed to assassinate said person over here, and then... Alakazam, oh shit, he's choking him. Don't know why, but he is. I don't know, man. It's and that just goes to show you just the only way I can see the level of the playing field. You made a valid point of why it wouldn't work. So we're back to square one with no checks and balances. I know, and that's what Elon Musk has been trying to say all these years, man. That's what he's been all these speeches discussing is that there's like no way. That artificial intelligence doesn't become a weapon. Right. No way. No way at all. No, there's no scenario where... And that's to me, makes the Terminator writer a genius. <laughs> and this man knows more about artificial intelligence than a lot of people. I mean, he's made his livelihood off some of it, investing in it, and he's a very outside-the-box thinker, which I think we all need to start becoming if we're not already there, but... Once this man is pretty much just kind of throwing his hands up in the air and be like, I tried to tell y'all, I tried to tell y'all, I've been trying to tell y'all, it's too late. So now what do we do? Do we just wait for an inevitable or do we try to fix it? Well, or like, are we just all crazy because we're sitting here talking about it? Like he said, it's too late now. I guess, you know. Uh, so we're not crazy. We may hit no. <laughs> The the problem is is that what's gonna suck what's gonna suck for us is if the is if there is some kind of like robot human war. <laughs> By the time uh, that happens, we're gonna be too old to fight. <laughs> I worry about our kids. I worry about the generations that are coming because you know I think back to my childhood and what I thought was the newest technology, like, oh, holy shit, we went from VHS to DVD. Wow. Oh, I've got internet now. Listen to this horrible noise that plays for five minutes before it starts. Now, I pick up this phone, which is an extension of me, whether I realize it or not, and anything I want, it's right there. Do I want something delivered to the house to eat? Do I need to look up and see... What causes cellulitis <laughs> or any kind of itis? It's right there at the touch of my hand. Why is my back hurt? Yep. I'm going <laughs> to tell you real quick before I even have to go see a doctor because I've got Google and DeepMind has Google and DeepMind has everybody by the balls, whether we realize it or not. They've got us. So my question is to the people listening to this, what are we going to do about it? You got any ideas? I mean, if you do, pull up the website. Let us know. Reach out to us. I would love to hear back on what some of our listeners are thinking, and we can discuss that in the future going forward. If anything, we'll have you call, and we'll do a call-in kind of scenario and have you on the show as well. But seriously, think, give deep thought before you send in an answer, because I cannot think of one way to put in a real check and balance into artificial intelligence going forward. What is going to be humanity's safety net if there is one? And somebody's going to say EMP. 
I know that. So let's go ahead and stop that right there. Because right, like that's that, already dude. that's already This is more your ballpark. That's right already here. been in movies and stuff like that. And uh if you've seen Tim Burton's nine, uh that's what they try to do too. All you're gonna do is knock out the power grid because uh artificial intelligence is always going to build its like it's gonna hide somewhere or it's gonna download its program, you know, itself somewhere. It, it's gonna it's gonna come up with a, a thing and if you do use EMP, like you wipe out, you'll, it's going to take you years to, you're going to have to basically like start over. So even in that situation, that's an apocalyptic situation. So you might save humanity, but you know how many millions of people are going to die from not having power and, and power is such an important thing nowadays. Like you don't, you don't realize how much you need power. Oh, yeah. We definitely got to have it. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, because, I mean, we're not we're not counting rocks and eating, you know, out of the cave anymore. We've kind of evolved, as you should say. But I just wonder what our checks and balances are going to be with something that's this powerful. And, you know, I look at Elon Musk, how much he knows about this. And I also look at other things that Elon Musk is doing. So he's... Really, really ramping up his SpaceX, you know, taking people out of this world. I've even seen where they're planning on opening a space hotel by the year 2027. That'd be awesome. <laughs> they're even going so far as to say, we're going to have galactic starships and go from planet to planet. Now, is he crazy? Or is he saying, you know what? Earth is effed in... We need to figure a way out. We need to leave this planet and start somewhere else. You said by 2027? Space hotels, supposedly. I don't okay. know how true that is. What was his prediction on the intergalactic spaceships then? Uh, he didn't give one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. There was a reason for that. If Elon Musk was saying that in the next seven years, like, then that means that he accidentally said something he shouldn't have probably said because... If you were going to tell me that in the next seven years that I could travel, like, to Pluto in a ship or whatever, you're telling me that we have developed some kind of speed that I don't know about. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, so if he's saying by 2027 that we're going to be able to travel to other planets in galactic starships, like, you're telling me we've already figured out the speed of light, like traveling at it. <laughs> but well, I tell you, if we can't figure out the artificial intelligence cam, yeah, like Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> that that movie's becoming genius now. So going forward, like I said earlier, you know, I really wish people would kind of reach out to the website, and I want to hear back. I want to hear what your thoughts are as far as are there any checks and balances. With artificial uh, intelligence, you know, what would you do to, to make it right? Are we crazy? <laughs> I'm sure I already know the answer to that one. But, Daryl, um, tell the viewers kind of how to make this happen. Um, all you got to do is find us at anchor.fm slash Generation Exile, and you can click message there. Uh, you can also check us out on our Facebook, which is at Generation Exile. All together, no dots or nothing crazy like that. And uh, you can just click on message there and uh, send us a message. It's that simple. 
Daryl's going to break it down for everybody. All right. So, and another thing, let us know some topics you want to hear discussed. Uh, like I said, some of these came for some of the topics we come up with were uh, from, like I said, one of my buddies named Gary up in Canada. And that topic was so good. You know, we, we decided to go with the artificial intelligence to kind of piggyback off that because, you know, once you started going down this rabbit hole and you start investigating this and reading into this and that, man, it, it really opens your eyes. And I think more than ever, we need to open ours because we as a society are heads down, thumbs going, nose deep right now on our cell phones. And that right there could be the end of humanity. Not so much that you're on your phone all the time. It's if you ever thought if Big Brother's listening, you know, it's, it's true. They know everything about you. They know what you're doing, what you like. They know you better than you know yourself. Yeah. And I, they've already got a database. That's probably one of the reasons why artificial intelligence has become so successful and so and built up so quickly, so fast. You know what I'm saying? Is that we have put it, we put so much data. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't realize what data is or what it consists of, but like we put so much data into the Google server. I mean, yeah, into Google servers, into Amazon servers. Like a lot of people don't realize that Amazon has servers and like, um, you're, you, you may, you may be playing Fortnite, uh, which is a good example. You may be playing Fortnite and you think, and you log on to Fortnite servers, but you have no idea is that Fortnite actually gets, you know, servers from Amazon, rents virtual servers from Amazon and they program and blah, blah, blah and use, and use Amazon. So technically Amazon has all that. Uh, login information, you know, your messages, what yeah. you like, what you buy. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you're just surprised at like how much data is <laughs> going to these companies. All right. So roughly there's 383 million people in America. Let's say 300 million of those are on their phone at some point, streamed something on social media, clicked on an ad, typed in something in the Google search bar, all that is kept recorded and they know it. They know everything. It's crazy. Like these ads that you see on their phone, they're geared towards you because of the stuff they have collected on you because they know, well, you're more apt to spend more time on this ad composed to an ad that has nothing to do with your likes or interests or anything else from your recent search data, your clicks. They even keep account on how long you actually look at a picture that you have clicked on, etc. All of that goes into an algorithm, and they know everything about you. Yeah, you'll be you'll be shocked. Like, I just think some people, when we talk about this stuff, like they don't they don't understand. It kind of sounds like a conspiracy theory, and I'm not trying to like turn it into a conspiracy theory, but it's just good detective work if you think about it. Because like you can if you actually paid attention to say Landis's Facebook for five minutes, one of the first things that you'd find out is that he's a hunter. Yep. He likes to hunt. That out. He likes to hunt. So what else does that tell you about him? Well, he's not a vegetarian. Nope. <laughs> you know, he eats meat. Uh he goes uh hunting in these areas this certain time of the year. Mm-hmm. He uh you know, he uh he lives here. He drives this kind of a truck. He owns more than one vehicle. He 
like all this data is like collected and you, you think it's nothing but like and they, they sell they, it and they sell it and they, they sell, sell it. it so now when landis logs on to facebook ford sends him an advertisement oh uh, and so does mossy oak you know <laughs> and yeah mossy oak uh in daryl's case Mossbird keeps popping up every five seconds yep. um you know, I said something the other day, oh, man. I, I really wish I had the money to buy side by side. Every time I get on Facebook, Can Am this, Can Am that, Polaris Ranger this. That's all I get now. I said something about going fishing. Now I've got bass boat ads and everything else on my screen. And here's the problem. They know everything. Here's the problem with believing all this stuff. Did it? Did it? Edward Snowden theory and hear you say that, or? Did it just know that Lannis probably wants a side by side because of all the stuff that he does on his Facebook? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, there's just so much data put into that. And what's crazy is a lot of people will say, okay, well, that's just a conspiracy theory, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not because all you got to do is get online and look it up. It, they will tell you what they do, how they observe you. But the thing is, the average person is too lazy to look that shit up and read about it. It's public knowledge. So when you hear somebody talking about it, that's one of the few unlazy-ass people that decided to sit there and research it. They're like, no, nah, you're crazy. Like, nope, it's there. Read about it. And then what's what you know? What's funny about talking about all this stuff is, is even after everything we just said, like you can find our podcast on iHeart <laughs> yep. and Google, po- Google Podcast. <laughs> yeah, Google. <laughs> so, so Google will be the first one to probably shut us down. <laughs> yeah, if it becomes artificial intelligence. Deep Mind's gonna let them know real quick. Uh you need to shut up. These two down right now. It's gonna learn our voice patterns and do our own podcast. It's just gonna write over it. Mm-hmm. Be like Landis be like, I never said that. <laughs> Unfortunately you never know what's gonna come out of my mouth. That's the scary part. <laughs> it scares me and I'm thirty eight years old and I'm still not used to my mouth. Well, let's give a uh, <laughs> let's give a shout out to Clint. Um, hey, Clint, what's up, man? So, uh, Clint uh, built a, a skate park called Unison Skate Company uh, Skate Co. If you want to be super hipster about it, um, <laughs> he opened up a skate park here in Loosedale. So, um, Loosedale's got something to do. And, Congratulations, Clint! Yeah, which. You know, I'm proud of him and everything because uh, Clint's always been a skateboarder. And, uh, you know, Clint was in the 90s. I know there were more than just him. There's a couple others. So I don't want to, like, somebody be like, hey, or whatever. Like, Joseph Lafargue was one of them, if anybody remembers old JoJo. JoJo. Yep. But um, if you saw a cop have a skateboarder kid, pulled over on Main Street <laughs> while you were driving to work in 1998 it was Clint <laughs> because yep. Clint because Clint was uh grinding grinding rails at a very young age at a very young age <laughs> <laughs> and uh and now we built a skate park so take that and <laughs> but anyways um I'm glad man I went by there yesterday and I bought a t-shirt and uh and saw him and and th- there was already a bunch of there's already a bunch of people there, so I'm gonna have to bring the kids there. I can't escape for shit. <laughs> I'm too fat to be doing. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm not. I, kids I, aren't. 
I tried once and realized, uh, Clint got mad at me. He was like, everybody can, everybody needs to try and, 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 you know, like I try harder, but like you ever like picked up something and like, or, or tried to do something and you just knew that like you couldn't do it. Right, like, like this acrobats. was, yeah, okay, like, <laughs> see, like acrobats. Well, you That's know, why I look at a skateboard. I, I cannot, I cannot stay balanced for more than like thirty seconds on a board with wheels. When you're my size, you're not supposed <laughs> to leave the ground. Period. It's not, it's not natural. I don't want to, you know, be like that because I like to be sporty sometimes. But I know I can't ride a board with wheels on it. Hell no! I for can more than ride a car with wheels on it for more than thirty seconds. So I'm, um, my daughter used to want a skateboard back in the day. Um, but I'm just, I'm just glad there's something like that in Loosedale. I wanted to give him a shout out, um, on the show. Maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll go to anchor FM slash generation exile to click on support like old Les Pitts did and we'll make him a commercial. That's right. So, Reach out. If you need yeah. an ad, want to promote your business. Let's get it worldwide. Prestigious worldwide. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, uh, give Les Pitts a shout out too at All Seals Insulation. So you guys need keep insulation. Keep you warm and fuzzy at night. <laughs> keep you warm and fuzzy at night. Yes, he will. <laughs> That's what Les Pitts does. Thank you, Les. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening in. Y'all stay tuned. We'll see you guys next time. See you. Thank you for listening to Generation Exile. Please go to our website, anchor.fm slash Generation Exile. Click on the support button. Become a sponsor today. Help us support the podcast. Trust me, every little bit helps. You'll get a shout out on our show. If you'd like to have a commercial on our show, please click message or email us at generationexiled at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Make sure you like and share the page. That's at Generation Exile. See you guys next time.